Good afternoon, Christ Place production team, and a welcome to the Theology in Practice podcast. This is going to be a podcast for you guys specifically um, that will take you through our journey through the book of John, um, and hopefully it will just be an extra resource that you can use uh, if you're not able to make it to our weekly Bible study along with the the summary notes. Uh, and if you are there, you can join in with us there. But we started this week in the Gospel of John, and we introduced the Gospel of John. John has used his Gospel uh, to tell the story of all that Jesus did and to show that he is the Messiah, the Christ, uh, the Son of God, and that by believing in his name, we can have life. Uh, starting at the end of the book, which is where we started, would seem to be a little bit counterintuitive, uh, but it's at the end of the book that we find John's specific instructions to why he wrote this this gospel. John says that these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. That is John chapter 20, verse 31. If there is one word that I can use to summarize uh, the book, the gospel of John, it's going to be the word believe. Our society has gotten to the point now where belief is like a buzzword. It's, it's, you say, I believe this or I believe that. And we say all the time that we believe, you know, it's going to be sunny or we believe that our favorite team is, uh, will win. We believe these things, but it's just an intellectual thought. Society rallies around this belief as a unifying subject. The problem here is that belief becomes just an abstract thought. It's belief in belief. Your belief at this point has no object, and that is what John is pointing us to. Our belief must have an object, and John is specifically pointing to the person and the work of Jesus Christ as the object for our belief. So that's going to take us to three specific questions uh, that we can ask ourselves as we go into the book of John, as we go into the gospel of John. These three questions are, what do we need to believe What does it mean to believe, and why do we need to believe? Let's break each one of these questions down here real quickly. First question is, what do we need to believe? Uh, John tells us specifically, we need to believe that Jesus is the Christ and the Son of God. Now, Christ is not uh, the last name of Jesus. Christ is a title that is given to Jesus, and it is synonymous with the, uh, the title of Messiah in the Old Testament. And so John is saying here, you need to believe that this person, Jesus, this is a real person. He is a human person, and his name is Jesus, and he is the Christ. He is the Messiah that has been promised from the Old Testament. He is the one who's going to come, and it's going to be his work that restores mankind uh, to, to a relationship with God, their creator. This is all foundational around the word believe. Now, if we look at the the overall arching uh, meta-narrative, what we call the meta-narrative of Scripture, we, we end up with four words. We have the word creation, which is uh, God creating the whole world. This is uh, everything that God made. We're going to see this in, in John chapter 1. He made for the good purposes uh, of, of the world, and and he, he made it, and it was good, is what Genesis tells us. So John is going to be linking us back to Genesis as well. But then what happens? The fall happens. So Adam and Eve sin, and we end up with a broken uh, and, and, a, and a destitute world. And so there needs to be some type of, of reconciliation 
creation, there needs to be some type of redemption, which is the third word, redemption. Um, this is the promise of the Old Testament. This is the source of Jesus in the Old Testament. He is the promised Messiah that will come and will redeem all of mankind back to, to Christ. But the key is he is going to redeem those who are in Christ. And so that is where we end up with the word consummation. So you have consummation is going to be the, the conclusion of everything. This is kind of where we are in the, in the narrative of Scripture. We have had creation. We've had the fall. We have had redemption, but we have not yet reached consummation. And so John, in this... In this overarching meta narrative of Scripture, John is going to be um, really combating two heresies specifically. Now, these heresies uh, is is when John is writing have not actually happened. So some of them would happen years later, but the beginnings of them are happening, and that's why John is so uh, key to write about these two things. The first one is people who would deny that Jesus was actually a human. This is a heresy called Docetism. Um, they, they believe that Jesus was kind of just the spirit. Um, he didn't actually walk on the earth. God didn't actually come down. Um, this has a lot of roots in Gnosticism, where they believe that everything that is physical is bad and everything that is spiritual is good. Uh, so you have Docetism, and then on the, on the opposite side of that, you have what's called Arianism. Arianism we see today in many cults um, under the, the, the cults like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormonism. They believe that Jesus was good, but Jesus was not. God. He was not the God. They believe Jesus was maybe t- a type of a God. And so you see that reflected um, in uh, if you go to a Jehovah's Witness church and you crack open the book of John, you'll see uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was a God. They don't put Jesus on the same level as God the Father. As Trinitarians, as people who believe in the Trinity, we put Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit on the same level. They are one God existing in three distinct persons. And so so John is going to really be combating these heresies uh, almost before they ever come out. And so that's what the heresies come out, and then the church has to end up going back to the book of John to 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 prove that. So what John is talking about here in this this idea that Jesus was fully human and also fully God is is what we talked about, the hypostatic union of Christ. So this is where Christ has two natures uh, in in himself. He is fully human and he is fully divine, and these natures are, fully in him, but they are not mixed, and they are completely separate from each other in the one person of Jesus Christ. Now, this is a mystery. Um, this is something that has been tried to be explained over years and years, and I, and I did not give an analogy when I taught this, and I'm not going to give an analogy now, because that is just what Scripture teaches. Scripture teaches us that Jesus was fully man. He was also fully God, and so we have to live somewhere in the tension that that Jesus was both of these things. He was exactly like us in every way, and he was exactly uh, like God in every way because he is fully man and fully God. So, so that's where, where John is really tying these two things together against both of these heresies that would later develop. And so uh, in, in asserting Jesus' humanity, John says that Jesus is the Christ. So Jesus is, like I said earlier, a actual human being who walks on the earth and, and is flesh and blood. Um, and later on in, in verse 14 of his, of his prologue, he's going to say that the word became flesh. And, and that's not some kind of spiritual flesh. That's not anything uh, that is actually word became flesh, real life flesh. And so 
that shows that John believed that Jesus was fully human. Now, he also asserted his divinity, he says in, in, uh, in this verse today. Jesus is the Son of God, so he is fully God. He is not a, a Son of God. He's not a lesser deity. He's not an angel. He is the Son of God. And so John fully asserts both the humanity and he fully asserts the divinity of Christ. And so that is who uh, or what we need to believe. We need to believe that Jesus is the Christ and he is the Son of God. Now, what does it mean to believe? Now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, belief can have many different meanings. There's an intellectual type of belief that would say something like, I believe that that chair over there can support me. It may not be, you, know, you may not go over there and sit in that chair, but you can just say, I believe that chair can support me. That's an intellectual type of belief. That is not what John is talking about here. He is talking about the type of belief that says, I believe that chair can support me. Then you get up and you walk over there and you sit down in that chair to show that you believed and that your belief would be fleshed out into action. So we say we say that John here is saying that you may believe. He's saying that your belief is going to produce action in your life. Your belief in Christ is going to produce action in your life. Uh, now, if you'll remember, and I tied this together, we just talked about this in our study of 1 Peter. 1 Peter is, is constantly telling us that the, the goodness in us is going to come out and it's going to respond to evil. When people treat us evil, we're going to respond in good. When people slander us, we're going to respond in good. This is what uh, Peter is talking about. This is what Peter is building on that was laid down by, by John. And then lastly, we need to, to ask ourselves, why do we need to believe? We need to believe uh, in, in Jesus so that we can have eternal life. Uh, and, and there's going to be this constant life and light tie between, between uh, life and light, death and darkness, all the way through the Gospel of John. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a few examples uh, of this. In John 1, 4, it says, In him was life. And the life was the light of men. John 3, 16, that we all know so well. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 5, 24 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life. He did not come into judgment. He has passed from death to life. So you see these, these two uh, going back and forth, John going from death to life, from darkness to light. Uh, there's a few more, a few more verses in the summary there uh, that I'll leave you with. But, but I wanted to to introduce this to you so that you can have something to follow along with, and as we go. You can keep up with, with this study uh, uh, because the book of John is such an important book to understanding the person and the work of Christ. So that is our introduction to John, and we will see you next week when we begin our prologue. We will tackle John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. So I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.